Welcome to the Gideon's Church Speaker Program, where our mission is to help develop more and better speakers. Whether you've been speaking for decades or just thinking about getting qualified, you will find valuable tips, lessons, and inspiration here. This is Sean Graver from the Tacoma Northwest Camp in Tacoma, Washington, and now, here is this week's episode. Today we're talking with a man I've known for several years, and he has been a mentor to me, especially in the field of church ministry. He's been a member of the Gideons International for more than 10 years and has been a very active member of the Tacoma Northwest Camp. He has served as Camp Church Ministry Chairman and Gideon Card Chairman. He has also been a prolific church speaker over the last six or seven years. Now, his background as a leader in systems, marketing, and, and other roles at IBM for 20 years prepared him for new adventures. After leaving IBM, he was off to China teaching international trade and then to Singapore running operations along the Pacific Rim. I'm honored to be speaking today with my friend Don Whitehead. Don, it's always great to hear your voice. Well, thank you. Thank you, Sean. So, Don, tell me, what motivated you to become a church ministry speaker? Well, I think it was because I, uh, realizing that without funds from the churches, we were unable to buy the Bibles for the distributions. And I felt uh, that I had the background that would perhaps allow me to become a speaker, so that's when I qualified. That's probably one of the most important things we have to recognize is those relationships at the church are really the foundation of what fuels this entire oh, ministry. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. So now when when you're preparing, what does your preparation process look like? How, how do you get ready for a church presentation? Well, first, you know, first thing I do is I go back to my notes to see if I've spoken there before. If I have, I have the pre- previous presentations because I, I certainly don't want to repeat things. But then uh, I normally, um, having done this, then... Um, I develop what uh, what I would would like to say, and then I practice it several times and make an outline, a little bullet outline, and then I'm ready to roll. So, do you have a uh, kind of a foundational group of of content, things that you like to share, and then then you adapt it a little bit? Then, as, as you if if you were there the year before, then you're, you're kind of adding in some different elements. Is that what I'm reading? Yeah, I think you know, when, you, when you've been there before, or, or uh, if one of your brother Gideon's has been there before, then you really uh, approach the people as that it's time for an update more than uh, uh, initial presentation. I mean, that's a, a whole different uh, environment for a, a first presentation to a church versus one that has had a Gideon speaker for the last 10 years. That, that's really a good point. The, if it if it is a church that we haven't been to in a long time, it's very important that we em, em, put more emphasis on the introduction and getting to know us. Uh, but then, as you build upon that, that those up the update portion does become a lot more important, so that they know what what is, has been done with the money that they've given already. Exactly, exactly. They, it helps to identify that we are good stewards of God's funds that come into us. Mm, excellent. So when you when you are at the church and you are uh, when you're approaching the podium, uh, what what do you usually bring with you? Do you, do you bring a? Some people bring a stack of things. Some people bring nothing. What do you like to take up to the podium? Well, I do a lot of show and tell, so I take a lot of things like the life book and uh, uh, a sample of the cards. 
Uh, normally, we'll take uh, at least one of the small New Testaments, and I'll take a nursing home uh, scripture, and then also a hotel Bible. Because it's, rather than trying to verbally describe these, it's much easier to hold it up and say what it is. And, and uh, show and tell us a little bit. It breaks from having just verbs and, and words. It actually says, here we are. This is what we have. This is our product. So how do you typically then open uh, or start uh, your presentation? I always started by identifying that the prime uh, goal of uh, Gideon's is to save souls. And the products that we have, the scriptures, God's word, is our tool from which we work. And then I finish, I normally finish uh, my presentations by thanking the pastor for uh, allowing uh, Gideon's to get to give the update. When you were at a church, especially if you're at a church for the very first time, if it's it's one you, you've not really met this congregation, they're 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 all kind of strangers to you. Uh, what do you do to connect with them, uh, kind of on a personal level, to try to you know build that relationship? Well, that, yeah, that's uh, a lot of it depends upon uh, you know, depends upon the congregation and the introduction that the pastor has given. But uh, I think the the main way you develop a relationship with them is that you make eye contact throughout the presentation and you smile. I think there's uh, I've been in a couple presentations of, of my Gideon brothers and they're so bloody serious that you would think you know that we were having a a funeral service <laughs> rather than talking about God's word. Why do you think that happens? Why do you think uh, people get so serious? Well, I I think a lot of our brother speakers um, are very, <laughs> this is silly to say, very concerned about meeting a 10-minute deadline. Mm. And they've got a lot to say, and they're going to have to push that into 10 minutes, and so they're, they're pretty serious about getting to that deadline. So... Uh, they might have a little bit of eye contact. We have one uh, one of our brothers that was just getting away from uh, preaching to the podium, so he is learning to uh, give eye contact. But it still takes, if you're looking for that personal contact, you're looking at a smile, you're looking at trying to give them a personality that this is a joy. This is a super phenomenal joy that we have of serving God by getting his word out. I think that really shows through, too. I think people... They they notice that when you, you describe the joy, when you have that in your heart, that the the words that you're sharing, the, the, the stories, the testimonies, that these are real people that are really impacted and their lives are changed forever. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's one of the uh, items I try covering every time is I have an invitation for uh, the men to uh, spend 10, 15 hours a month and become a Gideon. And when I talked to him, I said, you can just can't imagine the joy that you have when you can hand somebody a scripture and they accept it and you think, maybe this is their first step towards salvation. Mm. And I have been a, a tool of the Lord's to make that happen. Well, having been on the receiving end of that, I certainly uh, can appreciate it from that side too. I think you really have picked up on something essential there. Outside of everything else you're saying, if that's inside your heart, if that's the joy you're visualizing, it truly shows through. 
And, and I know it shows through when you speak. And I, I've seen you speak, and I, I've seen the way people react. That's something that you can't just fake it. You can't just you can't just well, make that up. No, the Holy Spirit has to work through you. If if you are really serving Him in that presentation, you know Luke twelve twelve says, uh, you know, at that very hour the Holy Spirit will give you the words. Yes, and that, I I stand on that promise. Well, do you have uh, maybe a, an interesting or, or unique approach that's outside the textbook, maybe that you bring to your presentation that you could share? I normally, I guess, uh, the uniqueness. That I, you know, I, I try having a little bit of movement of the body rather than holding on to the podium. You know, like holding up the scriptures. Or you know, we had last year one of the uh, testimonies I had was about a young roof repairman that got hit in the head with one of the scriptures and so you kind of take one of our little books and hit yourself in the head with it and people <laughs> laughing and you know but it, it identifies how that individual ended up with that accepting jesus but you know it's it's more of uh it's more of talking to the people it's like you and i are talking now rather than giving a presentation on the power of water I think we have to we have to make sure that they understand that that when you pray to God, you're talking to God. When you're talking to those people, you're talking to the people. You're not giving them a lecture. That's a pretty important distinction. I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. When you're speaking, you're speaking to the people or or a person. You're making eye contact with a person. You're talking to that person. You're not just making a presentation to a microphone or to just a room full of people that you can't even see. Yes, well, I think that's correct. I think you know, as you as your eye goes to the uh, far right back pew, you know, those people all all those people think you're looking at them, and as you're talking, you're talking to them. And then you go to the center part of the church on the left hand side, and the same thing. I mean, but if you don't have that eye contact, if you don't. If you don't approach, if I was to talk to you, as we, you and I have done so many times over the years, if, if we don't <laughs> look at each other while we're talking, we don't get the message. You know, it's it's just that easy. The message isn't there. And it's wonderful because, you know, I go back to some of the churches I've spoken at for several years, and, and I'm known as the Bible guy, or I'm known as the Gideon, Gideon representative. I mean, it's it's become a very personal type of thing for us. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, when you do go back, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but I wanted to make sure we dig into this just a little bit more. Uh, you're coming back to a church. You were there just maybe a year ago. So how do you tailor your message or to or to either improve it, evolve it, so they don't, they don't hear the exact same thing? It, do you mainly focus on the, the updates, the numbers, or do you change up testimonials, or what, what kind of things do you try to introduce so that it, it sounds fresh and that shows that things have happened since you were there last? When we had the distribution of our two billionth Bible, you know, that became a very key thing of my updates, is that look what we've done, look what you have done. You know, we, we as a partnership, I make a very specific effort to identify the church people as our partner, our founders, uh, wanted us to be a mission arm of the church, so we became partners to get this scripture out to the world. And, uh, you know, it's through this partnership that we have now uh, had our two billionth Bible. Our two billionth scripture has been passed out. What a phenomenal thing that is. 
but you know, you can. You know, there's something I think you can always uh, find. You get it on a local level. You know, we were just at the uh, Puyallup State Fair, and uh, over the 17 days, we passed out 12,000 scriptures. Gideon's in the in the statewide area, but uh, that's 12,000 scriptures. I mean, that's uh, that's where the money goes. We have, uh, just had a Fourth of July party out of one of the communities that has a big Fourth of July thing, and and we're yeah, we were able to uh, have a table and pass out scriptures. Truly, a type of thing that you're trying to identify these people. What has happened this last year? What what is it that makes it a backpack giveaway of some of the churches have? And they've asked us to come and they give out different things, uh, such as uh, haircuts and backpacks and and uh, uh, school supplies. We can give God's word. Yeah, we can we can help the spiritual side of of the school. So it's it's good to to share these things, and we are fortunate in our particular area that we have these different things we support, and that we're invited to each and every year. So you can pick one and go with it. So it sounds like you really focus on making the the support, whether that's prayer support or financial support that you make it very relevant then when you return and you're giving an update by stating specifically, here's the results, you know, here's what we did with your money uh, to show them that uh, we're reaching the next generation right here uh, in our in our own backyard as well as around the world. Yes, and you make sure that the we that you use there, that we have done this, is you, the church, and we, the Gideons. You know, we're the boots on the ground. We appreciate your financial and prayer support, and we're able to take that financial support by the scriptures and take those scriptures and and uh, distribute them you know, to the needy, to the spiritual needy. So if if I make the effort to really focus on the partnership, then I feel that we are talking like you and I talk together as brother uh, brother Gideons. We're talking to those folks as, as brother distributors. That really seems like a, a very important uh, message that we need to bring back uh, to people want to know. They want to know, are, are we being good stewards? And that, uh, that's exactly what you're focusing on. When you are in the, your, your presentation and you are at that point where you're making that call to action and you're asking people to open up their wallets, what does your call to action sound like? How do you approach that? Well, my call to action is, you know, by the time you've gone through the fact that, you know, the, you've got this thing, you, you know, just identify that, uh, especially if you've been there years before, is I, I kind of leverage into that because I identify like we did last time. We will be in, in the narthex with our open Bibles. And if the Holy Spirit moves you to donate to buy Bibles for Gideons to distribute, you know, we'd be most grateful. And that's kind of the, the leverage that, the, that I use because that's that's what that's the truism of the whole factor is that the, we've got to let the Holy Spirit move those people to open their wallets to buy some Bibles. You just mentioned there about the how you do handle the offering. So the method that you prefer is you have one of the Gideon printed Bibles that you have that you hold open that has some yes. some some cash in it, so that there's a subtle visual sign there that this is where the well, donations go. Yeah, we always we always have a five dollar bill in the Bible, and uh, whether it's a 
one of my Gideon brothers is a prayer partner, or my wife, who is uh, Gideon Auxiliary, with uh, she will cover one door or cover the other. But as you open, as they come past, even the first people out of the church, there's a $5 bill. So it, as you said, Sean, it identifies that's the process. Well, Don, if there was one piece of advice that you could give to other speakers, what would that be? I think the most important thing a speaker can do is to contact the church, even if you've spoken there for a half a dozen times and if you've taken a uh, pastor out for coffee during the year or whatever, but whether whether or not, especially if, if none of that has happened, you haven't been involved with that church all year. But about a week before there, I would call the pastor and say, I'm really excited about coming out and speaking. And I'm just wondering, you know, if there's anything that uh, we need to, to do. I want to verify the, the hours and our, verify the amount of time that uh, we're going to have and looking forward to it and this type of thing. But making that one-week uh, contact. And the reason I say that is I've talked to a couple pastors where They've uh, they've had the speaker show up, but hadn't seen him or heard from Gideon's for a whole year, and all of a sudden they show up and say, "Well, I want to speak and get some money from you." And you know that that just doesn't fly. You got to build that relationship, and I think even if it's just that one call a week before the presentation to identify that we want to do it your way, Pastor, and we want to support you in this thing. I would say that's to me is one of the very key things. I I have the ability in, in my present lifestyle. I can go out and sit down with the pastor or knock on his door and go in and talk to him or ask him to go to coffee or, but, you know, I actually try doing it eyeball to eyeball rather than on the phone. But I think at least a phone call to that pastor because then when you show up on the Sunday for your presentation, you're talking first names. That is excellent advice. Relationships are really the key to, to everything. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I just, I treasure the relationships that I have with many of these pastors. And I I um, have one church where I will once in a while be able to go to their men's breakfast they have on a Saturday morning. <laughs> when I go there, I said, isn't there some place where I can help finance this breakfast? And they say, no, no, you're part of us. You're our Gideon man. <laughs> well, if we get that kind of a relationship with churches, we don't have to quote beg to come in and give a presentation you know it it's it's just part of life it's part of the church function and i love that I, we've got one church um which you you're aware of sean that uh, has us uh has our, our speaker same speaker every year on uh super bowl sunday because it's the kickoff of their uh, their bible month they're just they're just charmed about it, and they've uh, recently had a change of pastor. Well, they're not going to change that. That's part of their lifestyle. It's just part of it. Gideon speaks on on Super Bowl Sunday. Well, that's that's the power of relationship. Absolutely, relationships is everything. I think that's great advice, Don. Well, Don, thank you so much for taking time to share your insights and your experience with us, and. You know, we really appreciate you, and I so look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you, Don. Okay, brother. God bless. God bless you, too. Thanks for listening to the Gideon's Church Speaker Program. We hope you found it informative and inspirational. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on an upcoming episode, send me an email at sean.graver at gmail.com. That's S-E-A-N dot 
G-R-A-V-E-R at gmail.com or visit our website at www.tgispeaker.com and use the password TGI for access. Proverbs 9.9 says, Instruct the wise and they will be wiser still. Teach the righteous and they will add to their learning. See you next time.